Hello everyone, welcome back to another episode of Cute Kind Of. I hope you guys are well today. Today's episode is going to be kind of a fun talking episode. I'm titling this episode what I'm trying to learn right now and I just realized I left the window open. Alright, so I closed the window, but I wanted to do an episode about things I'm trying to learn right now. I am recording this episode on July 27th at 4.47pm. This episode is supposed to go up tomorrow afternoon, and I've been procrastinating this entire week because I was gonna do, like, beauty favorites for the month. No, not beauty favorites for the month. Just my monthly favorites, which encompasses June and July. However, I really wanted to spend more time picking products because also I'm gonna start doing monthly product reviews, which is going to be a rebrand of my product reviews and recommendations episodes. Product reviews and recommendations, it's just way too long, and plus I add the Roman numeral numbers at the end of it, and to be very honest, I don't even know Roman numerals. (laughs) I just look it up online on Google. Um, but with that being said, like, I don't actually look up the numbers. I just try to find a Google Images that, like, explains all the numbers for me. So, yeah, I just thought it'd be a lot easier if we just did, like, a monthly product roundup. Um, and I'm trying to figure out how I'm going to differentiate the product reviews in the monthly favorites when I'm talking about beauty products. So, hang tight. But today's episode, like I said, is going to be just a talking episode. And like I said, it took me forever to figure out what I wanted to do. I was like, today I need to record this episode. Like, I cannot push it off. So what did I do to prepare for this? I had some lunch. I ate some magnesium citrate gummies. I meditated for 30 minutes. And now I'm incredibly relaxed to the point where I feel like I can just talk about anything and not be stressed. But this morning, I did upload a TikTok slash Instagram reel of like a Kate Sharma-inspired makeup look. Please check it out. It was a lot of fun to film. I was watching Princess and the Frog while I was like filming it. And I was like, I cried like three times. So there's a little clip of me crying. I'm not one of those people who records herself when she's crying because I, I I just don't do that. But I let this slide because I want people to know that Princess and the Frog is an amazing Disney movie. Everyone should watch it. But before we actually get started with the episode, I have a candle haul. I have a candle haul. I know. I'm about to talk about like 12 different candles I have. So the first part, where do I want to start? Okay, I'm going to start with these ones. So the Nordstrom anniversary sale just happened and we brought some stuff. I didn't buy a lot like last year. I just picked up a value bottle of the Jack Black, what is it called? Beard Lube? My shaving cream that I usually use. This bottle is huge. Like, I knew it was going to be big because it was a value size, but it's ginormous. Like, I feel like it's going to last me until this time next year. That's how big it is. And I use, like, shaving cream for everything, like, my face, my body, everywhere. So, yeah, that's that. We also picked up Orbe shampoo and conditioner set. And I've been using it for the past two hair washes. And holy moly, my hair is really, really nice. Also, on top of that, I'm experimenting with new ways of blow drying my hair in an efficient manner. I don't know about you guys, but I have very, very long hair, and it takes forever for it to dry. I think that means I have high porosity hair. Who knows? But um, I'm trying to experiment in different ways I like to blow dry my hair, and I've discovered that I really like to blow dry it. So I'll blow dry it with the air style, like pre-drying, pre-styling bit, pre-styling head. I'm just trying to get my roots dry because my roots take forever to dry too. 
And then I'll go in with the brush and just blow dry on the lower heat setting. And then I'll do one pass, one or two passes with the round brush on the highest heat setting. And then I'll put it in a Velcro roller and let it sit. And I like, guys, when I say this, Velcro rollers for your hair are the truth. Like they are so good, especially if you have really long frizzy or curly hair or just curly or frizzier hair in general. When I blow dry my hair, my hair isn't like smooth. It, it's straightened, right? But it still has kind of that frizz element to it and it takes a day for it to like calm down. But when I use a roller and I let my hair um, set in the Velcro roller, the finish is divine. I like my hair is glistening. But then again, I've only used a shampoo set plus Velcro roller thing twice so far. And, and the shampoo I did yesterday night, I ended up using my Color Wow hair treatment. I don't know if you guys have heard of it. Um, it's very popular. If you know who Chris Appleton is, he's um, a very famous hairstylist. He does J-Lo and the Kardashians. He is a spokesperson for Color Wow, which is a hair brand. And they have this really popular like hair, like hair spray and product that's supposed to give you like a beautiful blowout. And I've been testing it for over like the past month and a half and I'm still trying to figure out how to use it. Okay, I just went on the biggest aggression from talking about candles. Like I don't even know how, I, okay, so we're just gonna go back to the candles. So I actually picked up these candles from the Nordstrom anniversary sale and they're from a brand called Boy Smells and this is the variety pack. It is five scented votive candles. Votive, never heard of her. Okay, so first of all, I love the font and the colors. Like literally so pretty. I really like the salmon-y pink color with the like off black grayish tech. Sorry, I gotta commend a good branding when I see it. But it comes with five tiny candles. Um, the candles themselves packaging wise is beautiful. Okay, wait, I'm gonna hunt down because if you were to buy this without knowing anything about this, you're going to be shocked at how tiny they are. Their net weight is 15 ounces, 425 grams. They're really, really cute. But if you're expecting really big candles, they're not really big candles, be honest. Like a Bath and Body Works can't, wait a minute, something ain't right. Because this says net weight for the candles is 15 ounces, but a Bath and Body Works three wick candle is 14.5. I think it's not right here. Am I getting played? Are we getting played in real time? Something isn't right, hold on. I'm gonna get to the bottom of this. Okay, literally a second after I stopped recording, I got to the bottom of it. It's actually five three ounce candles, which is how it gets to the 15 ounces. So each candle is actually three ounces. That's what I was trying to find, but that took forever. Um, but anyways, back to the candles. So they're really cute. They're very small, three ounces obviously. And I have four with me right now. My sister took the LES or Lower East Side one. I really like the scent of these. They're definitely a very modern take on candle scents in general. Um, they all kind of have like this rose slash like gardeny floral scent to them. But the ones I've burned so far is this one called Cameo, which is crystallized ginger, rose, tuberose, vanilla, white woods and musk, blah, blah, blah. It smells really nice. It's a strong scent, but it's not like overpowering, which I like. The other one I burnt is called Italian Kush. Literally, your room is gonna smell literally a Kush. Sophisticated version of Kush. Like this is the scent I would expect in Justin Bieber's house, like right when I walk in. But it's not bad, I like the scent. But those were the two I burnt. Then we have Rosalita, Gardner, and then Lower East Side. I haven't burned them yet, but yeah, so that's part one of my candle haul. I've been talking for 10 minutes. <laughs> what is going on with me? Okay, let me put this back on. Next, Bath and Body Works had a sale, I think last week on candles for their three wick candles. And I bought six or seven. I think I brought seven. 
Um, but I thought I would share the scents. So we do like Bath and Body Works candles hauls, like probably once per year. I think they have the sale like two to three times per year, but we only do it once. And usually I just end up buying scents for like the end of summer, moving into fall and then winter. And then usually spring, spring is a free for all at that point, but we're gonna start with scents. So when it comes to scents, I'm not a big fan of like the super fall, like pumpkin-y apple scents. I do like a few. I tend to stick with very like nature-esque, not florally, but just like, how can I describe this? Nature-esque, nature-y scents. Um, a lot of stress relief type of scents. So a lot of eucalyptus, watery scents. Oh my God. I love like, what is it called? Farm fresh cotton, like the cotton scent, cotton on. Like, do you guys know what I'm talking about? There's a scent from Death and Body Works, which is like a cotton scent. I love that scent, that's my favorite. I have it as my one body splash in my room and I use it all the time. All right, starting off, I got one I get every single time I buy from Bath & Body. It's the Eucalyptus and Spearmint Stress Relief Scented Candle. Smells very fresh. Kind of smells like a man in a non-annoying, relaxing way. <laughs> um, next scent is Apple Orchard Lane. I think this is the only fall one I picked up. I like this. I, it has a very like fresh apple-y scent, which I really like. Next scent is Ocean by Bath & Body Works. This is a part of the men's collection. <laughs> I don't know why there's a men's collection, just burn a normal candle. But this, like, I don't hate the scent, but I wish they took a lot more of a fresher POV with this candle because it's like that oceany, like freshwater scent, but they added that like mahogany teakwood musk with it. So it's kind of like, you're not getting the super fun freshness of like the ocean. You're getting kind of like more, like a little bit of that plus mahogany teakwood, which I don't like because I really wanted like a very fresh ocean scent. Next we have rain drenched leaves. Okay, so I don't know about you guys. I love the scent when it rains, like after it's done raining and it's like has this really fresh post rain scent. I don't know how to explain it, but like I died for that scent. Earlier I had the window open because it just rained where I live and I was waiting for this. It's not after every time it rains, like the weather has to be a very certain way, but yeah. Um, but this one is called rain drenched leaves. This is not really the scent I get after it rains, but it still smells really nice. Excited to burn. Next one should I do? I'll do this one. This is eucalyptus mint. So fresh eucalyptus, spearmint, and lemon zest. I really like this. This is a very like a lot more fresh than the other stress release candle I have. Like when I smell it, like my spirit just livens up. It smells really, really good. Next I have crisp morning air. Now I really like this. When I smelled it earlier, all the scents were kind of mixing together in my head, but this one smells super fresh. Crisp fall breeze, white oak, golden amberwood, saffron, soft sandalwood with natural essential oils. Yeah, it smells so good. It smells super fresh, a little bit florally, very earthy. Great, I love this. And then I love their Halloween collection. I don't know about you guys, but I love Halloween. I don't know what it is about it, but I buy this candle all the time and I only burn it during October. It's the Bath and Body Works Vampire Blood candle. Blood red strawberry, midnight blooming jasmines, dark Transylvanian plum with essential oil. This smells really good. I think if some people smelt this, they would think of it having a little bit more of an artificial strawberry scent, but I actually really enjoy it. I think the artificialness of the strawberry is a little bit, it's like kind of masked by the other scents happening in this candle. So it actually smells really, really good. Kind of has a sweetness. It's like, it's good. It's a good candle. I like this candle. So that was my 20 minute tangent about candles. Like I said, today's episode, I wanted to do kind of a more lifestyle-y episode. And 
The episode is titled Things I'm Trying to Learn. So just kind of life lessons I'm trying to get a hold of. So I planned this episode like way in advance. And then I was listening to an episode of What We Said. I talk about that podcast all the time. It's a podcast I'm currently obsessed with. And they did an episode called In Our Therapy Era, which is kind of on the same lines. But basically they talked about things they're trying to learn. And I thought it'd be fun to actually do this episode too. Hi everyone, it's me Layla from the future and I am here to re-record the second half of this episode. I was listening and editing the audio today and I was like, I'm just talking in circles the entire time, like I make no coherent sense. So I was like, let me jump back on, just re-record the section, edit as I go so this episode could go up. Also earlier in this episode, I was like, I want to get this up by Thursday, um, July something. Um, It is currently Tuesday, August 2nd. So this episode is going up a week late. Sorry, (laughs) but we roll. But going back to the topic, these are three things I'm trying to learn right now. Number one, perfectionism and how it plays in with procrastination. I think a lot of people deal with perfectionism and procrastination, but we don't really talk about how they kind of go hand in hand together. I've definitely seen people talk about it, but I feel like we can talk about it more. We can beat the horse dead or whatever that saying is. Um, But basically, I think like, I've gotten way better with perfectionism in the past like several years than I have like my entire life or past few years than I have my entire life um and definitely running this podcast has helped me because it made me realize that showing up and trying to complete something to the best of my ability is better than not showing up at all like this happens when I also do my hobbies as well so like right now for example if I'm learning French sometimes I would like overthink about I want to make sure I put aside 45 minutes to study French every day and I'm gonna make sure that I have like pretty pencils and everything and notes and I'm going to make sure to be as like present as possible to make sure I'm absorbing all the information. I'm going to write down everything the class is telling me right now to make sure I can get all the information. When in reality, what that ends up doing is causing some sort of resistance because then you're overthinking the entire process and thinking about, okay, like I need to show up perfect, but I'm not in the perfect mindset right now to go do it. So I'm just gonna wait on it. When in reality, like the best I learned is when I just grab a piece of paper or my pen, sit down and just show up for like 15 minutes. Do I use like the colored pens and stuff? Yes, cause I think it's fun, but I don't overly focus on like, I don't know how to explain it, that study blur. Were you guys on study blur? You know, Tumblr? Let me know. But um, getting that like perfect aesthetic note thing going on, I just show up. And also for this podcast, showing up and just going into it thinking, okay, it doesn't have to be perfect. I just have to try my best and whatever happens, happens. And usually nine times out of 10, whatever I was working on or whatever I was doing, turns out pretty good and it really helps when I go in with the mindset of like doing my best rather than perfectionism because it gives me a lot more creative freedom and a lot less anxiety to like try to figure out or like try new things I really like okay so I just remembered I took a class last summer on Coursera called learning how to learn it was actually really really good if you're someone who has difficulty learning or wants to learn how to learn i guess definitely take it they talk about a lot of things you can find online but i really like the instructors they were really nice so i was like okay let me keep going but basically they had an entire section about procrastination and i literally just pulled my notebook out because i just remembered this and it talked about how basically when you feel resistance or procrastination the feeling of unhappiness 
or doing something you don't want to do, you try to funnel your attention to something else and that gives you temporary happiness. And I don't know where this is in my notes, but they definitely talked about only way you can fight resistance or procrastination is if you just start doing the task. So setting a timer, like I said earlier, for like five minutes, just the entire point is to start doing the task at hand. Naturally, after five minutes is up, you're going to be like, oh, I'm going to keep going. I'm already started, so let me just keep going. Isn't it hilarious how this section's about like procrastination and perfectionism and I literally just jumped on here to be like well the last time I recorded it was really bad so I had to restart it <laughs> that was like the one out of ten times when it gets really bad or this is the one out of ten times when I'm like oh I definitely cannot upload this next is learning how to have the best relationship with social media that I enjoy doing it or enjoy using it rather than it becoming a total thief of my time and joy. I think a lot of people can agree that when you spend too much time on social media, it turns into like a loophole, like an endless dark tunnel, pretty much. And the thing about social media is it's like so easy that when you have like five minutes or you're just trying to like relax in the sense of like you want something that's not a lot of mental energy, you can just go on social media. But like honestly, sometimes wish I had a, a like a little bit of a push so I could work on other hobbies, like such as painting or something, rather than like sitting on social media. Because what do I actually gain? Like, what does anyone actually gain on social media? Unless you make money off of it. But like, for me personally, I think like, it's such a like time and joy thief. And the sense of like, you know, when you're on social media for a really long time, and you look at the clock, and you're like, oh my gosh, like, I just spent like two hours on this app when I was supposed to spend like max 30 minutes. I feel like most of the time my issue is more with YouTube. I've mentioned this like a bunch of times, but I was really hesitant to get on TikTok or make a TikTok account because I personally know what it's like to have your attention span just completely diminish. And for me personally, like TikTok, like less than a minute videos, constant scrolling, that was a red flag for my mental health, honestly. Um, I have a TikTok now and I just upload like makeup toots. Please follow them. Or I just follow my podcast Instagram because I just repost them. The thing with YouTube is like the videos I watch are pretty long. So I'm already spending like an hour just to go through them or at least go through half of them. So yeah, I guess what I'm trying to say with this section specifically is that instead of spending time on social media, I want to focus my time on more hobbies and goals but I'm trying to maneuver or like plan my hobbies and stuff around like my energy levels because like at night I'm like so tired like I don't want to do anything that revolves a lot of thinking and in the morning I only have so much time to be doing things so that's another thing. All right, so the last one is a kind of carry-on from the previous one um, but basically it's the idea of focusing one thing at a time Oh my god. The reason why like a lot of the tasks I do sometimes kind of elongate in time is because like I'll start doing something just and then randomly remember something. My natural reaction is to start doing that other task and then I'm like wait was it what was I doing before and then I go back to the other task. Another thing is like I don't know if you've seen those TikToks or videos that are like scrolling on my phone, have a YouTube video playing in the background, on Twitter, um, on Instagram, on my phone, so I don't have a complete thought. It's kind of like that energy, but I'm trying to really focus on doing one thing at a time rather than like, you know, like multitasking on several different things because it's way better for everyone's mental health if they just focus on one thing at a time. 
you know, like when your mind is racing like 700 miles per hour trying to like figure out the next part or the next thing to do for a different task and there's several different tasks, it's overwhelming. Like it's so overwhelming for me to talk about. Anyways, guys, I have a really bad like sore in my mouth. I don't know if you've heard these. They're called like canker sores. They're not cold sores, but it's like when your inside of your mouth is like sensitive and you accidentally bite on the inside of your mouth, it leaves like a sore. Excruciatingly painful. Like they're so painful and my numbing medicine is wearing off right now, so we're going to wrap up the episode. If you enjoyed today's episode of Cute Kind Of, you can listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Overcast, Google Podcasts, Bullhorn, Amazon Podcast, and pretty much any other major podcast streaming service. You can follow us on Instagram at Cute Kind of Podcast, and my TikTok is at Cute Kind of Podcast as well. My email is hellocutekindof at gmail.com. And then for reminders, please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts and follow and rate us on Spotify. I hope you guys enjoyed today's very chaotic, random episode. Next week, we're going to do our favorites or review episodes, so look forward to that. And with that being said, I love you guys. Thank you so much for listening, and bye!